Hello, welcome back to the Liberty Blues Network. I'm Sean Osborne. I'm solo again today because I'm going to be talking about what happened in Reno uh, and some of my favorite moments. This was absolutely one of my favorite moments at, at Reno. Um, I believe it happened on Friday, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday probably. Uh, this is when uh, Spike got up and spoke to everybody. Uh, you know, He was uh, called in because of the way business went down. Uh, so he, w he was uh, not expecting to speak at this time, so he just came up and uh, gave an impassioned speech. Uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't say calling for unity in the Libertarian Party, you know, just saying stop fighting with each other and focus on the state. Uh, let's think local, you know, getting involved locally in these kind of issues. Um, it was really great, you know. I, I loved it. It was a powerful speech, um, you know. Uh, Spike's always a great speaker. I mean, he's fiery, you know. He, he spits fire. You know, everybody loves Spike. Uh, I'm proud to have met him. Um, I'm really proud to have been at the at the convention with all these people. Uh, you know, I had a really great time with Dan Welby, uh, Renita, uh, Adam, you know, uh, every, every, everybody that was there. Uh, we all hung out, had a good time, and hopefully making making uh, the future a, a freer place. Uh, and I, I know I, I speak for myself there, but I'm sure everybody else feels the same, that they were proud to have been part of that. Uh, for a lot of us, it was our first uh, national convention. Even though I'm a long-time libertarian, it was my first time going to a national convention. Um, and, you know, seeing speakers like... Uh, Rainwater and Maj and and then here we get to hear Spike. I uh, got I got some other ones coming up uh, for the future episodes. Um, so I wanted to also let you know before we head into uh, listening to Spike uh, lay it down the way that it is. Um, uh, I'd like to tell you to go to Facebook and uh, follow me uh, if you want to hear some of my music. Uh, at this might make you mad. That's the name of my first album. So this might make you mad. I'm on Facebook also with uh, the Liberty Blues Network, so you can follow us there. And on Twitter, I'm at Mad Sean Osborne. Uh, so that's that's an easy one to figure out because I'm usually pissed about something. So, uh, And my al new album is called Free People. Please check it out wherever you listen to music. Play it at your Liberty events. And uh, let's make Liberty fun. You know, uh, That's another thing. Spike, man, he's fun to listen to. He gets you happy to fight for Liberty. Uh, you know, I, I love that. I love the, the, I love that Liberty should be fun, you know, but it's some serious shit too. So, uh, without me rambling anymore, let's hear, uh, from Spike. All right, everybody. I've got a new album coming out on April 15th. The title is Free People. There's a very special track on there, though. It's called Take Human Action. And it's a re rework of the old folk tune, The Worried Man Blues. I turned it into Take Human Action, and I want to donate all the royalties to the Mises Caucus. So the more you listen, the more you give. It's a great way to give without spending a dime. I also invited a lot of the Meacocks from the Facebook group and a few other that I knew uh, to send in some tracks. So it's a group event, and there's several people playing on it. We had a big libertarian hootenanny. So please listen to it on April 15th, and 
Listen often and give to the Mises Caucus. Thank you very much and back to the show. The people who disagree with me 
they're not individuals, they're a collective and I have to treat them that way. I have to look at only the bad actors on their side and ignore the bad actors on my side. I have to, I am insistent on creating a duopoly because it doesn't serve me in the least. Let's be very clear, the only difference between the duopoly that's being created in this party and the one that already exists is theirs has power because theirs actually works for them. The purpose of the duopoly isn't that that's a good way to run things. It's to keep everyone distracted from the nonsense they're doing behind the scenes. This doesn't work for us. Distracting us from the real enemy isn't working, and it's not going to work. We need to work together. Remember a minute ago, when all of you agreed on all those things I said, ending wars, putting the power back in people's hands, setting America free, creating a freer future? We agreed on way more than we disagree on. And all of the people, all of the people in this room are here because you have made fighting for freedom a major priority in your lives. These are not the people you want as enemies. We already have enemies. Don't make enemies out of people who agree with you. We have differences in strategy, differences in messaging, differences in whether or not certain libertarian celebrities are good people or bad people. You know, the important stuff. <laughs> Some of you just don't like each other and aren't going to get along. I'm not calling for you to get along. I'm not even calling for you to pretend to get along. I am just calling for you to stop ripping each other to shreds. system to make decisions in this party, there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. And we're about to find out over the next few hours who the winners and the losers are going to be. So I'm going to tell you this. If you came here to stop a takeover, you need to know, whether you win or you don't win, you need to know that the motivation and the desire from that takeover came from a frustration with the status quo, a frustration that you likely share and that if you win, you're going to have to show them how you're going to fix that status quo and move the party forward. that status quo, you need to know that a lot of the people that have been opposed to that takeover are also frustrated with that status quo. They just didn't like the vibe of the takeover, okay? We're libertarians. If we perceive something to be an invasion, we naturally resist it. If you win, you need to show them that the takeover was for a positive reason and your vision to take this party to the next level. to try to get people to work together no matter who wins. God bless you. So that's what I have to say about that. And I, I wanna I wanna end on this. Because of the nature of a political party, we have to argue on how to move forward. Also 
for the vast majority of voters out there, a political party doesn't seem like something for them to get involved in. They don't want to get involved, involved in party politics. What we are doing here is necessary. What is happening at this convention is necessary for us to have ballot access, for us to run candidates, all of that stuff. This is necessary, but let's not delude ourselves. What happens on the floor of this convention is not going to set the world free in our lives or anyone else's. What happens at the floor of this convention is not going to change the minds of the 95 plus percent of voters who either have no idea who we are or who think that we're not worth joining or voting for. By the way, that includes millions of self-identified libertarians. That's just the reality of party politics. People don't look at the Republican convention and say, wow, I'm a Republican, or look at the Democrat convention and say, wow, I'm a Democrat. They're not gonna look at this one and say, wow, I'm a libertarian. They want to see action. They don't want to see infighting. They want to see a bold new direction. And they want to see it from you in your community. Go to your city council meetings and your county council meetings and speak the truth to those corrupt fools and organize and invite for other people to join you. Hell, invite me. I might join you. I like that. I like to that. Hell yeah! coalitions with people who agree with you on even one issue and win on that issue. Yeah. social media 24-7 until they delete their accounts. That one's my favorite too. The other ones might have been more important, but that one is truly my favorite. <laughs> Show your neighbors how liberty works in practice and action and not just theory and philosophy, because long before they join us, long before they vote to put a libertarian in the White House, they need to see how liberty works where they live, which, by the way, is where you live. Work to set your community free and bring people into the movement. Stop. Go ahead. Thank you. Stop waiting, if you were waiting. Stop waiting for some great libertarian savior to come and magically get everyone to vote libertarians and vote us into the White House where we can trickle down liberty on everyone from Capitol Hill. That's not how this works. This is not Space Jam. Bill Murray is not coming out of nowhere at the last minute to save the day. <laughs> no one is coming. Absent our action, things are only going to get worse. You don't like double-digit inflation? Wait till your dollars are as worthless as Zimbabwean dollars. You don't like food and formula shortages? Wait till you're lucky to find anything at the store, like in Venezuela. You didn't like lockdowns and mandates? Wait till they put you in camps like they did in Australia or weld your door shut so you can starve to death like in China. This isn't from dy some dystopian novel. This is happening right now, and it will happen here unless we stop it. everything else they've been doing. The war on guns, the war on drugs, the wars overseas, the war on your income, your savings, your livelihood, your family, your way of life, your personal health choices, your rights, your freedoms. Let's put an end to it and bury it for good. Yeah! yeah! No one, no one is coming to save us. We are here to 
save us. We are here to spread liberty in our communities. We are here to put liberty and freedom ideas into our cultures. We are here to show people a better and new way. We are here to set America free. We are here for nothing short of a revolution. So let's do it. Now who's with me? Freedom! Good news. Fear results. Yeah.